What's up, everyone? It's Faith with the Fangirl Boss here to talk to you today about very important life-changing questions every fangirl and fanboy ask. To binge or not to binge? That is the question. And I can't really say there's a right or wrong answer, but there's definitely pros and cons to both choices. This is something that I see a lot where people will say, I'm not going to watch the show until it's all aired so I can binge it. To me, that's always a very interesting choice. I don't usually wait to watch shows to binge them. I usually wait to watch shows because I don't have the time, I'm watching something else, or I'm not certain if the show's really going to pan out the way I want it to or will be interesting enough, so I'm just going to read a bunch of recaps and then decide that I want to watch it, but by the time I've decided, well, I have to binge. <laughs> or not to binge. I mean, you have the choice, right? When you have all the episodes, you could choose not to binge. Of course, when you have the choice... How do you not binge? That's probably the real question. I really do like binging because, well, I like the power. I like the power to be able to choose to watch two episodes. Hey, even three episodes instead of just one episode. Of course, if you watch K-dramas a lot, you always get two episodes a week. And the nice thing about being live with a show and not binging is... You experience a lot of the shocks with everyone else. Like you can go and read recaps afterwards and comment or talk to other people about it. And, you know, you're not weeks or months behind and you're trying to, you know, get on Twitter and write about your shock. But no one responds because, you know, everyone's forgotten about the show already. You're also forced to only watch a couple episodes or one episode, depending on how many air. This keeps you from spending an entire day off watching 16 episodes of something that you never intended to do, but you did it anyways, didn't you? Yes, we've all done it. And that's probably the biggest danger of Netflix, because when they release a show, they release it all at once. Uh, the last thing I binge-watched on Netflix was their original K-drama, My Only Love Song. And I remember that day I was, I think I was sick, and I didn't feel like doing anything. So I just started watching the show, and I could not stop watching the show. Also, I didn't really have a lot else to do. That was my excuse. And I watched the entire show at once. I have to admit, it was, it gets a little stressful when you binge watch. After a while, you're realizing how much time you spent on it, and it's just, it can get frustrating, like... You feel like you want to watch the next episode, but you need to probably do something else because is this all you're going to do today? Thankfully, you know, if you've got a lot of things going on, work, life, school, that kind of helps keep you from getting out of control. Because binging, sure, it's all about being in control, right? You get to decide how many episodes you watch. But in reality, you're rarely in control because you just can't stop clicking the next button to click the next episode because dang it, with K-dramas, 
It doesn't matter how boring that episode was and you're deciding you're not going to watch the show anymore. As soon as they get to the climax at the ending, you're like, I have to see what happens next. And then you end up watching another episode. And it's just a brilliant strategy that you just can't win. The first come, first served OTP problem. I'm not sure if everyone struggles with this or just me. I can't say that I struggle with it every time. I don't. But it's definitely a pattern I've seen over the many years of my shipping characters, whether they're in period dramas or superhero movies or K-dramas or books. And that is first come, first served. If you're the first person that's being shipped with this person, I probably am going to like you more than the other person who they're going to end up with because you were first. And why does first matter? Well, first matters because they're the ones that you first saw connect with that other character. And now they've created emotions in your heart, emotions that you feel loyalty towards. You feel loyal to that character. Hey, you even feel like that other character is better because you've already seen them enough with the love interest and you believe in their OTP-ness. And the second person coming along is basically the homewrecker. I mean, they come in and they destroy this perfectly OT good OTP. And who asked them to do that? Well, the writers did. Obviously, if you have a very boring first love interest... Well, no one really cares. I don't really care. We're on to the real love interest. A lot of times people add in someone like they're dating someone and it's just going to be a breakup for their real true love. And uh, none of us really ship that. It's when they try to make us truly ship that we get taken in. This has happened to me so many times. A lot of times with K-dramas. K-dramas have a consistency in usually having two uh male leads the first lead who gets the girl and the second lead who doesn't <laughs> and then there's two girl leads the first girl who's the heroine and gets the guy and the second lead girl who's probably a brat and doesn't deserve anyone queen sonduk was my first k-drama that i ever watched and i totally fell in love with and it had Probably my most painful OTP sinking ship ever. It's kind of funny looking back at it now because my feelings are very different than when I first watched the show. Uh, basically, the story is about Princess Dongman, as she's called from a, for the show. Princess Dongman is on this, you know, difficult struggle and journey to become queen of Sheila, ancient Korea. And she has two supporters, among others, but her closest supporters are Yushin, a royal bodyguard, and Beatum, who becomes uh, one of her bodyguards later on. Basically, Yushin is the good, righteous hero, and Beatum is the, I guess you'd call him an anti-hero, maybe an anti-villain. He's... He's basically the bad boy. Like, you can't really trust him. He's all out for himself. But, you know, underneath all of that bad is 
a heart of gold somewhere deep, 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 deep inside. <laughs> and watching the show, Beatum clearly has more chemistry with Queen Sandok because his character is just way more interesting. And I did come to ship them really hard by the end of the show. And honestly, I don't even consider Yushin and Queen Sandok a OTP anymore. But when I was watching the show, they were OTP because he was first. Yushin and Queen Sandok had 20 episodes to cement their relationship before Beatum is even introduced. It's a very long show. 50, no, 62 episodes. And Yushin was, you know, the protector. He was so loyal. He would die for her. You know, he would do anything for her. I mean, how could I not love them? I believe that they were in-game. I shipped them like no tomorrow. And I really liked Beatum's character, but I didn't think that he was going to destroy the OTP of all OTPs. Now, technically, he didn't come between them. Instead, Yushin ends up marrying someone else, and then he's just basically shoved into the corner and pretty much forgotten about, I felt like. Which was fine, because Beatum was way more interesting and ended up taking most of the story other than Queen Sanduk. But it just goes to show you, you don't forget your first ship. Another case in point, Dream High, another K-drama that was one of my early K-dramas. Fell in love with this one. It was about a bunch of teenagers who become singers in their pursuit to become stars. And there's all this drama and they go to the school together and... There's lots of coupling going on. And basically the heroine has two different guys who are interested in her. The first guy was Jinguk. And the second guy was Song Samdong. Yes, Song Samdong was probably the better choice. He was a better actor. I loved him as a character. But Jinguk was first. And so I was really not happy when I realized that Haimi and Jinguk got together earlier in the in the show because when they decided to date I realized that they were not in game because it was too early. <laughs> it was too early for them to have a relationship and it did fall apart and then of course Haimi falls for Song Samdong. And they were a very cute couple. I actually liked them a lot as a couple. It's just they, you know, they messed with my whole loyalty here. I was rooting for someone because they created this connection first between Haimi and Jinguk. Song Samdung is introduced not too long after, but it takes a little while before we really see that coupling happen. I mean, for any fans who've watched Twilight... I have not actually seen Twilight, but I know there's two different guys, Edward and Jacob. I feel like it's pretty obvious it's Edward. And it was Edward from the beginning, and it was Edward to the end. But what if it was suddenly Jacob? I mean, wouldn't that throw fans off? Wouldn't that feel like, well, what was the point of Edward? <laughs> I'm probably stretching it a bit, 
I do like surprises. I do like twists. As someone who enjoys writing, I would probably write it like that because I would like to keep everyone on their toes, you know? I don't want to let them figure everything out. And my other example, this is kind of a funny example to me because I feel like it's an extremely unpopular choice uh, because I'm going to mention a different couple that no one probably shipped compared to the OTP that was created, and this is Once Upon a Time. Emma and Hook, or Emma and Neil. Now, before you go crazy, you have to understand, Neil was there first. I was shipping her with Neil. Then Hook came along. I loved his character. Willie wasn't certain about Hook and Emma as a couple. Thought it was interesting. Then realized that was where they were going to go. And I remember for a while I was actually pretty disappointed because I liked Neil's character a lot. They killed him off. Okay, we forget about him. In the end, they make the right choice because, well, Hook is just a cool character. And it really allowed probably for more to happen to allow more seasons to go on. I don't know if Neil and Emma would have had as much chemistry or interest to help keep the show going. But I, you know, there's the loyalty side of me. I mean, sometimes I think, what could have been? I mean, after all, they had a connection. He was Henry's father. There was a reason that I shipped them. But I just wish that I had known earlier that they were not the couple I was supposed to ship. If I had known, I would have protected my heart. And then I would have been totally fine about Hook. And my final question why are there so many streaming sites? <laughs> I mean, this is basically the question that we're all asking. Uh, I don't have cable. I don't watch television, per se. I watch everything on my computer. And what I watch is Netflix, stuff on Amazon. I watch streaming sites for K-dramas like Drama Fever. Vicky, but I feel like there's always a new site coming out and everyone wants you to subscribe to this new site and to the old. I, I think that I was under a delusion a long time ago that one day in the future there would be a streaming site and you would watch anything you wanted but it would just be one site. Well, that's not really the case nowadays. Do you want to watch the new Star Trek Discovery show that's coming out? You probably don't because I saw on YouTube that it had a lot of dislikes. But if you did want to watch it, well, it's only on CBS All Access, which of course you have to pay for. But what else are you going to watch on CBS All Access? I'm not really, I'm not really certain. I just learned that Disney is getting their own streaming site. And they're going to eventually be taking, I'm sure, a lot of their movies from Netflix. I'm assuming they're going to come up with original content because, to be honest, I can't really see any reason why I need to sign up for a Disney streaming site. Maybe if you wanted to entertain some kiddos, then that would be a good choice. 
but basically you could just turn on Netflix <laughs> and have them watch other cartoon movies. And recently there's been a lot of buzz about Cocoa. Uh, I don't even know if I'm saying that right, but it's a new Korean drama website that it's basically it cut out the middleman and it was like the three main channels of K-dramas, NBC, SBS, KBS. Uh, but now I've just learned that they're actually making a deal with Vicky to put the shows on there. So I'm really confused about what's happening. It's kind of a thing where you just have to wait and see with a lot of streaming sites. Just wait and see if it pans out, how much content they will get, if there's really a reason that you're going to want to sub subscribe. However, you know, you then you have to start questioning what will you subscribe to and what will you keep and what will you get rid of because if you have like, you know, eight websites that you need to subscribe to, well, that's probably going to cost more than cable would and you should have just kept with television. <laughs> Let me know, guys, what questions relate to you. Are you a binge watcher? Are you a first-come, first-served OTP shipper? Does the endless possibility of streaming sites scare you? <laughs> Let me know your thoughts. And I'll talk to you next time.